that's it. That we're going to start. Good evening, and welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm, I'm Adam uh, Selby. Yeah. You pointed no, at me. Say so. it again. I'm Adam Selby. <laughs> I'm Jackson Russo. Hagen's not here, so this really messed this is me already up. already off. Good riddance. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be hurt. No. I'm going to tell him, uh, because he's going to y'all's show tonight, so... Uh, today we have a mono body all the way from Chicago, right? Yes. Yeah, all right, Chicago, Illinois. If y'all want to go around and introduce yourself, say what you do. I'm Steve. I play bass. I'm Colin. I play keys. I'm Connor. I play guitar. I'm Al. I play bass. This cat just jumped on me. My name's Namdi. I play drums. <laughs> I warned you. Cat does not want you to do a podcast. Right Actually, now. no, you can stay. You're cute. Yeah. All right, so we have Monobody all the way from Chicago. Uh, I went ahead. I I decided to stop playing the genre game and me labeling people and just pulled it off of people's band camps or Facebook and whatnot. Y'all have, and as far as I'm concerned, these are all good monikers. Uh, Math rock, jazz, post rock, and electronic. Any of those that you guys, when did you put that on your Facebook? A while back? Yeah, probably when we did the the first record, um, but I think I probably like updated it okay. recently when we put out the new one. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that those all ring true with the first record and the second record. Good. That's my personal opinion. Good. Uh, thank you for not being one of those uh, bands that claim you're jazz and you're just actually somebody who thinks they're deep and listens to the Red Hot Chili Peppers because <laughs> there's too many of those in Denton, and you guys are going to, you know, teach us that that's not the case. It's not okay. We can try. It's not okay. And they call us a jazz town. <laughs> it's a shame. But uh so mentioning that you guys have a new album out, it's called Ray Tracing. Yep. So so Ray Tracing is a a pretty hefty topic if y'all want to even go into that. I mean, it makes sense with a name like Monobody. I don't know if y'all just purposely want to have difficult conceptual names or what was the thinking behind that um i uh well i came upon i came across the term just like on a wikipedia binge at some point um and i think of first of all i just really liked the word um with without even knowing what the definition was at first you know um the idea of like tracing light or that kind of thing. And then after kind of reading about what it was, um, you know, sort of like a, a render, it's like a rendering technique, I guess, used in like it video is. games and, yeah. um, and in, uh, like, uh, 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 animation and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. and I just thought that was really cool. And it was a cool word. Well, what about monobody? Is it the same kind of, Steve came up with monobody, I think. Yeah, I don't even... I. It was also a Wikipedia binge. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't look too too deep for any uh, hidden I'm, meaning. It's I'm just not like, going for hidden meaning. I'm more just <laughs> yeah. like, what what possessed you to get to that point? Um, it was... It started at some type of biological topic. And I was looking up probably like a an entry on antibodies. Uh, and then... Somewhere in like the see also section, it was like monobody, and then I I don't even remember the details. I was like, cool, that cool word, cool band name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It has a nice ring to it. I, I think most people probably wouldn't know that it's you know like a biology 
type thing. Yeah, just yeah. it sounds cool. So. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that, in retrospect, you can assign some some meaning to it um, or expand on it. But at the time, it was just kind of a cool term. Yeah. So the new record just came out in November, right? Yeah, November first. All right, and so it's eight songs. And if I'm remembering correctly, uh, six. No, six. Okay, six. yeah. No, that's why I wanted to bring this up because it's six songs, and it I I think it's a full length. Mm-hmm. And it you hear six songs, you're like, oh, that's probably short. No, there's like ten minute cuts. It's mm-hmm. it's a long thing. Do y'all play those completely live? Because I've seen plenty of bands like Between the Barry and Me where they'll have like twenty minute songs and they'll play like five minutes of it. Oh, we do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. we do the whole thing live. Yeah, longer if anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, longer. longer. We add more parts. Gotta check it out. So uh, <laughs> that cat threw me off earlier. Um, That's your cat. Yeah, she's difficult to handle sometimes. Uh, the artwork. Who did that? Uh, my fiance did. Rand, her name's Randy Stella. Because I noticed it was for both. That that was really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on this one, it's more of a. I don't know, drawing, not drawing, whatever yeah, you would call that. Yeah, it's a screen print. Yeah, um, screen print. So, and actually, the if uh, inside the the record, um, you know, there's like an insert, and there's a black and white version of the full screen print, and then the back and front of the record are kind of um, like enlarged portions of the original screen print. You guys have been a band since 2013, and you have two two albums under your belt uh as far as i can tell from bands that i've met from chicago it seems like chicago has a pretty uh you know diverse music scene i mean i've seen nomni and his uh solo project his name so nothing to read into there i suppose and (laughs) uh from what i could tell we talked to some of the the people he was playing with after and they were saying that they were in other bands so it kind of seemed like everyone was in a you know, a ton of bands. Is that the case for everyone here? Mm. Uh, for mm. some of us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not in a ton. Kind of. Yeah. Well, a couple. I feel like there used to be more. Other yeah. Bands. I feel like now, the older we get, the less we want to be in a bunch of bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to narrow your focus, <laughs> devote to it. I really wish Hagen was here to hear this. Yeah, he needs to hear that. Yeah, he's in like. 10 bands you gotta try it out and then one day you'll be like wow i'm losing my mind (laughs) i'm going insane (laughs) i missed four practices yeah (laughs) so what's the chicago music scene like though i mean i imagine in big cities like that i mean we have dallas here and personally i don't really consider that too big of a city and it's a big city but it's a city that you can drive through really easily um so I, I kind of figure it, it's harder for like high school bands to play in, in a place like Chicago or New York or stuff like that. So where where does you know the scene come from? Because hmm. there's probably a you know a wealth of talent around there. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's it's. I mean, our at least. I mean, personally. Um, like my view of the scene is like kind of limited um, in terms of like the groups that we play with um, and the kind of shows. I mean, it's almost more, um, you know, it's so, 
probably like a lot of lot a lot of other cities it's very like venue specific as to what kind of things are happening in what places yeah um but i don't know um i mean there's there's any kind of music that you'd want to hear in chicago i mean that's definitely true um you know uh from you know it has its strong history in blues and jazz um you know hip-hop as well as the kind of stuff we're doing the kind of more experimental rock sort of things yeah um so it's definitely there's definitely something for for everyone and i feel like you could make an impact playing any kind of music in chicago which is which is cool so you said that it was kind of venue specific and we have a huge i mean it's not a problem but you know this kind of thing where you know in denton dfw whatever uh we kind of sequester like noise bands to like house venues and like rock slash indie bands you play this venue so and so it sounds like it kind of does that there there's not much crossover and i think it doesn't do that as much in chicago as it does in other cities i feel like there's they allow different genres to play at most of the venues there's like a couple venues where like oh that's like kind of a metal venue but it's not like across the board i feel like they're pretty diverse yeah yeah i think you're probably right about that maybe i was a little yeah. too specific in what i was saying I but feel like yeah, i feel like more and more people are staying in their circles and after like so long you want to just branch out and there's so many different like genres happening that uh the blending is i don't know yeah. starting to happen a lot more well, yeah you'll see that i mean just really in any music it happens in pop music not a ton but somewhat but you'll see something like hip-hop kind of crossing over a little bit with math rock not necessarily math rock but there will be some interesting time signatures and stuff like that where it's not completely you know a hybrid but you could see it getting there and right. i don't know if that's a product of like nowadays where we have spotify and you'll be listening to kendrick lamar and then automatically go to the you know basic math rock band chan something like that mm-hmm. you'll see that kind of thing happening and I don't really think before Spotify was a huge thing. I really saw that a lot. I saw everybody kind of sticking with their, oh, I listen to, you know, Rage Against the Machine. And that's it. <laughs> that's all we listen to. I'm going yeah, <laughs> to listen to that. Let's I'll, not forget about Florida Georgia Line uh, yeah. featuring Nelly. <laughs> no, that's you. On that same topic, though, I was going to say, I'm going to plug Namdi's record label, Super Records. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like the network or group that, you know, the kind of network that we run in. I think that's like a really amazing and diverse sample of the scene in Chicago, um, you know, because they're um, not really bound by by style, you know, and that um, it's a really diverse group of artists and, ty- and styles of music. And I think it's a really good representation sort of of, of at least the scene that we kind of run in. Would you yeah, say that's definitely. accurate? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think there was definitely my kind of idea when I thought about, oh, Chicago kind of has this kind of, you know, diverse music scene is when I saw Namdi at uh, South By this past year, we just happened, as you do at those shows, you happen to see a band and you're like, oh, that was really cool. Went out to see you a second time. And then that night we're listening to your music and we're like, holy shit, this is really different than the yeah. you know live thing. So we kind of got this idea of, you know, here's one part of it and here's the opposite side and neither is you know better than the other it's just two different faces of the same thing yeah and yeah so i kind of got that idea of you know 
Chicago, especially, and then Namdi's playing drums for you guys and in your solo project. Is that everything you? On the recordings, yeah. Yeah, on recordings. So, and you know, live front man, but mm. you know, and now you're playing drums. So, it, it, I kind of got this idea of like multi instrumentalists, that kind of thing. People kind of just floating around, just a, you know, everybody, friends working in the same kind of group. It, yeah. I, I assume there's different groups, but within the groups, you know, working together. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's a question I had. Um, and this is probably the hardest question I've ever asked a band. So, um, Will you marry me? <laughs> so I'm a basic bitch when it comes to music theory and technicality. Um, what would you say to someone like me to entice me to check out music like you guys? Or even specifically y'all's music? Because you guys are technical. I don't know if any of you guys study music or studied whatever. Um, what... What could you say to somebody like talking to my mom or something who would know nothing about this style of music? I would say it's new. It's fresh. You know, you've heard a lot of the same songs for the last 40, 50 years on the radio. Uh, Can branch out a little bit. Yeah, I don't think you have to listen really with like a technical mindset. You just have to listen for the content and listen to what just your own enjoyment what, yeah what catches you if there's a hook or a texture or and for some people maybe they're not going to be into it but like i i don't have any music theory experience and you just have to listen for the parts that you like yeah, yeah. i think the thing that we try and do is toe the line between like palatability and technicality yeah you know so um which is sometimes a, a hard balance to, to strike um and I think, like, um, at least that was something that's always been important for me when writing, you know, because you can, you can get wild with the, the technical aspects of music, but at its core, I mean, it's like an emotional art form and you want it to resonate with people, you know, and if you get so technical or so obtuse that it alienates people, then that's not really, um, I mean, that's one form of art, but I don't think that's what we're interested in doing. You know, we want to we want to connect with people, and so I would say that, like, while it is technical, you know, it's still um, it's still emotional and human in some way. Music music that's really technical doesn't age well. I feel like like how much dream theater we listen to the car and just laugh. <laughs> I, think, I, think it depends. I think it depends. I don't know. It depends. Yeah. yeah, a lot of it. Can just uh, be like good. a lot of stuff that's technical just for the sake of being yeah, technical. It's very exhaustening. Yes, you know? but the yeah. Rite of Spring is still timeless. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like Bach. I mean, that's like yeah. as technical as you can get, and yeah, you know, and yeah. that's that's held up for a really long time. Yeah, but that's that's again stuff that you don't necessarily have to be thinking about the technical aspect to take it in. Right. You know, it's right. like if yeah. if you think about it like visual art, like you don't have to understand like brush strokes and how to mix color or yeah, you, whatever you don't have to have like an art degree to appreciate some mm-hmm. paintings and right i mean right. certain paintings i guess you do but yeah so if you want to make technical music hopefully you can make it yeah. uh like connor said palatable enough that you don't need to have some type of elite ability or there's no <laughs> gatekeeper who's like telling you how you should appreciate it right yeah i think you kind of nailed it by saying i don't remember who said it but uh you know 
I think that's how you would explain it to your mom is by saying like, oh, it's kind of like Bach. You don't listen. It's pretty technical, but you don't know that because you think it's pretty. You know, Monobody. They're kind of like, like Bach. Bach. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to buy you all stuff on Bandcamp tonight. And that's going to be my little. <laughs> kind of like Bach. Yeah. Kind of like Bach. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just find myself um, with certain technical bands. I, I'll be enjoying a section and then it'll you know, change into something. I'm like, oh shit, what just happened? And it can be difficult for me to listen, you know, kind of keep along with it, especially when, you know, there's no vocals, but you know, I, I really dig, there is the tonality to you guys. And you did mention post-rock, which with post-rock, I definitely, uh, associate, uh, kind of at least around here because this will destroy you is from this area, really kind of droney and that kind of stuff. And there is, not that you guys are drony, but there is sections of that that feel more relaxing and kind of more of like, okay, just settle into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were even parts of like, I think it was on the opening track where uh, there was a moment where it kind of felt like Boards of Canada-esque. Oh, yeah, I was definitely. just like, shit, I really like Boards of Canada. That's <laughs> like as experimental as I get, which is very basic. It yeah. just tells you I listened to, or I watched Adult Swim once. Sure. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> No, we're definitely into the, the boards of Canada textures for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's good. It's Which is funny because, you know, we were talking about like musically technical concepts, but there's ways of deconstructing even something like boards of Canada where it a lot of like the motifs are really simple. Um, but from our like dorky perspective, we're thinking about like what kind of filter and what kind of synth is used on that? And was this run through a tape machine? So there's, you know, depending on what your interests are, there's a lot of ways of of looking at that stuff and and different ways that you might analyze it and appreciate it. So when you guys get together um, to practice, write, what's kind of the process of going into that? Because personally, when I'm writing music, I sing and play guitar. So it feels, I assume for you guys, it's this kind of same way where it just kind of, it comes out and then with you know kind of the changes and stuff you guys kind of work those out together or is it somebody has this fully fleshed out piece and then everyone kind of comes in and figures it out um it happens both ways i think um sometimes um and it's kind of different for every for every tune um you know like um steve has written a few tunes where he just kind of has various um you know uh different parts strung together, you know, and then we kind of arrange them as a group or in small groups, like kind of one-on-one. We just, you know, focus on one little section and then we kind of add people from there. And then um, some other tunes that I've written have been more composed out. Um, And then we kind of get, again, get together in small groups and, you know, work on, uh, you know, work one-on-one to kind of like shape the parts and make them a little bit more idiomatic or, you know, imbue them with, you know, people's personal style and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it really starts, you know, from kind of small groups and we kind of add, add members as we go along. Yeah. I, there is, there are parts of the music and can't say this much about all of math rock, uh, that, you know, there is a dancey part. And when I say dancey, a section that somebody could bob their head to for more than four bars. (laughs) Yeah, sure, sure. So, I mean, in a show aspect, I think that would be, you know, nicer than, you know, everything changing immediately. So yeah. I really do appreciate that. And you guys, um, 
definitely in your second track of the album i felt that a ton but um yeah so you guys are currently on tour mm-hmm. uh supporting the album mm-hmm. um you guys wh- where have you been through the whole tour so far um we started in rochester new york and then we played um boston um connecticut uh new york um we played outside philadelphia uh oh yeah new jersey washington dc raleigh asheville uh new orleans austin last night and denton tonight yeah yeah y'all have been all around and by the time this comes out y'all will be done but um not the band the tour <laughs> no we'll, <laughs> be, done. we'll be done yeah, we're done <laughs> But uh, I assume y'all will play more shows supporting this or, you know, I don't know if y'all are planning any tours coming up soon, but definitely you'll be playing shows locally in Chicago and whatnot, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you guys play normally? Not that often. Um, Do you mean uh, shows or rehearsing? I I was talking about shows, but really anything. (laughs) I mean, shows we try not to play too much in Chicago yeah, because it's... it takes us a long time to write material. So we feel like we're playing a lot of the same yeah. same stuff over and over again. So it's we rehearse nice to... once a week for sure. Yeah, Tuesdays, seven o'clock p.m. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For the last better be there. Time. Yeah, but for the last four years, we've been pretty regular, about at least once a week. Yeah. So anybody listening in Chicago, you can drive around at Tuesdays at 7 p.m. See if you can find out where whoever lives or where y'all's practice space is. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> All right. So speaking of which, since you guys are on tour, we do have a segment where we talk about uh, highs and lows of tour. It's called Tour Stories. Stories. <laughs> I have a feeling uh, got some good ones. I brought this up before the show and y'all uh, kind of oh, yeah. went into it pretty quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Right away. Some good ones. So I figured this could be the thick what of it. Happened? Anybody mm. can go. Well, who's got one? <laughs> I could, I, we could talk about the college show that we played. If you don't want to use anybody's name, or anything, just say Jackson. Jackson, throw it on me. Jack, any, what if yeah, his name is masturbating furious? Any <laughs> me and Jackson locked eyes. <laughs> Al has Al's got some stories. Oh, let's talk about the college I, one. I saw yeah. Jackson masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> there were no doors in the room. Yeah, I was trying to go to the bathroom, and that's, and then there's what Jackson. I yep. <laughs> Yep. That's weird. I don't nine, in, nine in the morning. That's weird. I don't remember that. Bright and Normal I occurrence. Immediately turned around and drove away <laughs> for like 20 minutes. in the car and left the house. Oh, goodness gracious. That's so good. Top that. That's a good reaction. You're a strong, strong individual and you were able to handle that traumatic event. You were yeah. staying at my house? <laughs> it wasn't your house, actually. You're our host. There. But you were there. You're the host. I'm a pretty neat guy, huh? <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have to have more stories than that. Nope, that's it. That's all that happens. It's the only thing. It's the, only thing. Think. the college shows. Well, the college show was uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess. I guess it's not that great of a story, but I can tell it so anyway. Just weird. I mean, we, we played at this like small liberal arts college outside of Philadelphia, and... We played in like the basement of their one of their dorms, which was actually set up like pretty nice. Like yeah. they, I mean, it, had, it was like a decent stage and uh, decent sound system. But I think 
um, you know, we were like sandwiched in between two kind of like DJ acts, um, which was an, an odd pairing. Um, and I think for, uh, at, at least for me, I'd like never felt so old oh, before. Yeah. And <laughs> at least 10 years older than yeah, the oldest person. Yeah. And like, yeah. I mean, I remember it, it was like a moment realizing like, wow, college was really that long ago. Just like <laughs> based on the behavior of 18 and 19 year old kids, you know, who were there and yeah. like just totally wasted. And I mean, they like unleashed for our, our set. Yeah. yeah I've never seen a was, great time. I've never seen that many people like dance to our music before, which was, <laughs> which was fun. But yeah. It was uh, just a bunch of you know young kids running around yelling about eating ass. Yeah, eating ass and <laughs> is peeing... that what they were yelling about? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> and peeing their pants. Yeah, there was oh, a girl so who peed her pants, yeah. and her friends were guiding her like straight towards our merch box, which looked like a a good place to vomit. And I was like, oh, that <laughs> oh yeah, Lots blocking, of... get away from our stuff, boxing her out. <laughs> Lots of crying couples making out. Yeah, <laughs> college. <laughs> Not like a chaperone at like a high school dance yeah. or something like that. It was like really bizarre. Were you walking around saying save room for Jesus and whatnot? <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, but and, and hilariously, that was the like most money we've ever made at a show before. Yeah. It was. <laughs> uh, we got stuck on the interstate. Talked oh, to a really? man with very tight overalls. <laughs> yeah. He, he was Did a natural born leader. He was, he was going up. Leader. He got I out of his car. There, fellers. Yeah, like he was gone out of the car to talk. Yeah, yeah. It was not oh, moving we had at all. Like an hour yeah. <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah. Actually, towards the end of it, we started unpacking some drums to have a little uh, oh, concert right. on the bridge. But That'd then he was like, "Traffic's moving up there." <laughs> it was a nine-mile backup. So then we was had he to... standing on his uh, car, just kind of like oh, he, was he might as well. He was doing yeah, a lot. yeah. <laughs> he was reporting out to everyone. He was like the general of the bridge. How y'all fellers doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Colin can pull up that there's actual uh, audio evidence of him. He checked out our band while we were, while he yeah, was while we were stopped. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's your band called? Yeah. And then it, and he definitely checked it out because then he pulled up in his truck next to us once traffic started moving a little bit and uh, we have a song called X Formation. He was like, "What's that song? Exclamation!" And I was like, it's "Like right. I saw I saw you on the internet. I saw you." <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, mm. that's better than me getting stuck in traffic this week. I got caught behind a uh, turned over semi truck that Ooh. was on fire. Ooh, oh, got wow. stuck. Uh, that's exciting. In the express yeah. lane for oh. three hours. Oh, uh, and this was on my way to work, and I drank a whole bottle of water. Oh, and I was like, oh, well, I can go pee anywhere. And then all these police show up. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'd understand. I was like, dude, I paid extra to be in this lane, and I'm fucked. Yeah. I should get to pee wherever I want. Uh, I was thinking there also is the uh, naked spin the bottle story. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we stayed at this place that, uh, and I guess one of the roommates didn't know that we were staying there, and so he brought like. 10 people back to the uh the apartment it was like, like 3 a.m 3 in and the we morning. had all just laid down yeah. like and they were wasted and proceeded to hang out in the room like directly next to where we were sleeping which is totally his like prerogative i mean he lives there but <laughs> <laughs> but they were just like hollering like all night and then someone was like maybe we should like turn the lights off and like <laughs> get naked <laughs> and i was like oh my god is this gonna like literally happen right next to my head yeah and then someone was like oh well maybe 
uh, maybe we should just like play spin the bottle instead and then they was like playing spin the bottle for like an hour and then was... the megaphone came out. oh <laughs> yeah that was so comical it was so comical like this could not be real life i was in the actually not sleeping i was talking to one of my friends in the other bedroom and we heard just like hello and we're like is that a megaphone there's no way they're using a megaphone at 4 a.m and then i went to the room lo and behold <laughs> these kids are passing around a megaphone at 4 a.m while everyone's trying to sleep was this in a awesome. house yeah yeah, yeah. you it remember when we hilarious. had yeah, a megaphone done that. yeah we, we had a house venue yeah. and uh a fight ensued over a potato. Mm. Um, As most fights do. Yeah. Was it cooked? It was. Would you like to hear the story? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one of our roommates, uh, let's call him Jackson. And <laughs> he uh, he's just one of those guys who you know would just get really angry about the weirdest things. There was a. Uh, pot- he didn't like parties either. Yeah. He that never too. told us he didn't like them, but he didn't like them. But so. there was a potato that had been sitting out in our kitchen. <laughs> For maybe three weeks and you know it wasn't being used no one knew whose potato it was it was just one of those things like, this is a college house that's just gonna grow moldy and one day get in the trash <laughs> um and then at one of our shows a guy walked into our kitchen and was asking me if i had any tinfoil i was like no nah, man uh no i don't and so i walked away thinking the best of it I walk out and there was a fire going and he had found tinfoil and was cooking the potato and he goes, I found the tinfoil. I'm cooking the potato, man. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And then our roommate, Jackson, uh, walks up and goes, looks at the potato, immediately walks into the kitchen to figure out if it was his, his potato. As Come, if somebody just brought a potato to yeah. a party. But. Yeah, and then he uh, walks out and just basically jumps on the guy and starts a fight. <laughs> so that happened. We had to pull our roommate off yeah. of a guy because someone took his potato. Oh, that was a family heirloom. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a megaphone, too. Yeah, house, so, so I, I was talking to the guy who just got jumped on, and I was just telling him, like, hey, man, I live here. That was fucked up what he did. I'm so sorry, but you can't, like, you can't go fight him. Because, like, I know he was in the wrong, but I'll have to, like, well, kick our, you out. Our roommate Jackson was walking around with a baseball bat. Yeah, it got <laughs> heated. Trying to find the guy. And wow. I was just like, you can't, like, I'm that sorry. That was my potato! <laughs> Kill you. He was like inside the house tapping on the window with a baseball yeah. bat looking at the guy. And was like, Jesus. Although what was great was the guy was right behind him in the kitchen. He was just looking for him outside and hadn't seen him. Oh, he came wow. in. So then we finally got it settled down and then I was like, okay, everything's cool. The guy who got jumped, him and I were cool and I kind of like calmed it down. I was and like, I'm so sorry. Then he left and we knew he left because we heard him walking down the street with our megaphone just saying, so-and-so is a bitch-ass. <laughs> and I, I like ran down there and I was like, hey, man, that's my megaphone. He goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. And then, <laughs> so, yeah, and then in the future, uh, every show, uh, for instead of donations, we were asking for, uh, we said, you can get in the show for free if you bring a potato for the bands. <laughs> People would People, show up with We had a bags. lot of potatoes really? yeah. <laughs> the rest of that year. I never yeah. had that problem again. <laughs> so that's our story <laughs> y'all have any more stories you want to tell or you want to move on i can't think of any i can't think of any either i'm sure what i were. mean those all sounded like highs not lows yeah 
Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff that... I mean, if you were trying to sleep, I guess it was I don't know. Overalls high, but... are pretty depressing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of inside jokes that probably wouldn't translate well to a podcast. <laughs> that just wouldn't be entertaining. Um, <laughs> Colin <laughs> likes to um, break like a two or three hour silence with uh, something, either like a, a fragment of a sentence or just an idea that... like. The other night we were we were driving overnight and it was two in the morning and Colin is like asleep and then he just pops his head up and he's like, Man, Betty Crocker's cookbook <laughs> Is that how songs get written? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Or the the night after the naked spin the bottle. We all kinda usually we wake up around the same time and you hear people rustling around. Colin just looks up and he goes Well, <laughs> It's a nice, uh, you know, ending on a chord that doesn't re- resolve. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, chord. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, got music flowing out of him. <laughs> yeah, a, well. a half cadence. <laughs> Colin's life is just a half cadence. It's never resolved. <laughs> is it frustrating with his music choices as well? Whenever uh, he has the music choice and the, or is in control of the radio, is it? Nah, that's more no, I'm, I'm probably the most frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? I just I have a. That was unique, abrasive. What's yeah. that, Adele? Oh, someone like you. I have a bit crushed version of that that we've listened to like ten times. It's like bitonal. It's a literal yeah. nightmare. It is like a literal nightmare. It's great. If you want to send it to us, I'll play it at the end of this. It really helps uh, to listen to the actual track to familiarize what you're yeah. listening yeah. to. And I couldn't tell what it was like just listening version. to it, but after listening to the actual adult song, I've been. Uh, my brother got me uh, for my birthday uh, one of John Mulaney's comedy specials yeah. on vinyl. And so I was like, I you know, like, I, I like vinyl, but I've never had a comedy vinyl. So I guess this is a first. And, you know, my brother gave it to me. So memory, whatever. And I, I've been painstakingly when I'm really bored, I'll turn on the Netflix special and try to link up the audio. Yeah. <laughs> it would never that, works out. I would do that with YouTube videos on our phones, like sometimes in the van on tour. Like, <laughs> try to line them up exactly and just keep skipping and pausing and skipping and pausing until you have a song lined up. You get the it's cool pretty stuff. Pretty fun. <laughs> tour. <laughs> tour. Woo! It's like that. Yeah. I've been listening to Charlie Wilson on tour. Uh, yeah. First name yeah. Charlie, last name. You Wilson. should probably yeah. play that too if that's possible. Yeah. At the same time, let's chill. Yeah, yeah let's. I don't chill. know if we can afford that. <laughs> let's chill. Adam. Adam has that Flaming Lips album. What is it like? Four albums, and then yeah, you're supposed the, to play them all at the same time. Yeah. 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 No one has CD players anymore. Yes, we can't do it. No one's gonna have four phones. Yeah. You could check to the local Goodwill. That's true. Yeah. Some CD players. Get some <laughs> CD players. Uh, the I keep, journey is half of it. I keep ordering more CDs uh, for my band, and I realize, man, nobody buys CDs anymore. But people do. People do. If you like tour and like go to Utah or some shit, <laughs> people will buy. People will be like, what? what am I going to do with this vinyl? Yeah, yeah. No, I've had people ask me if we have like our new album on CD, I think, every night. Yeah. Which we don't. You don't? <laughs> well... Nope. See, I, mean, I think that makes sense, but that's I the can low see why right if you're touring, you yeah. get yeah, don't yeah. want to buy it. So, yeah. mm. I mean, most old cars still have CD players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which musicians drive old cars? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to be that guy. So. <laughs> no, we're all broke. It's Thanks bad. for doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speak for yourself. Guys. I'm a multi-millionaire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm blowing up. I'm an oil tycoon. <laughs> All right. Congrats. Thanks, Thanks for coming. You want some oil? <laughs> Welcome to Texas. You're in the right place. Yeah. 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 Buying the state. <laughs>
<laughs> Buying a Bucky's. Yeah, we should open up our own Bucky's. Oh, I agree. Hell yeah, band Bucky's. Are y'all in the Bucky's? Because we just went to Bucky's. I hate that place. That was, I understand. The only reason I like it is because when you are on tour or on a road trip, clean bathrooms. Cleanest. Yep. So mm. clean. And then also super cheap gas. The one that just opened here has currently has the cheapest gas in all of the nation. Yeah, you're welcome. Hell yeah. I saw that in a news article and I was like, cool, I'm going to get gas after work. <laughs> and you yeah. would think like it would be like shit house with like lines and stuff. Nope. Because they have like a thousand yeah, like pumps. A yeah. <laughs> so big. It's crazy. Literally. And so like I forgot how much uh, gas was. But then on top of that, you can get a better deal if you get a car wash as well. Then your gas is a dollar nineteen a gallon. Whoa. Whoa, we should probably wash the van. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm into that. Let's I'm not sure it. how much the wash costs, but if it's like five bucks, that might as well. It's totally yeah, worth it. That's gonna worth be, it. Yeah, we got a big yeah. gas tank. So. Yeah. I think that might even out on like a normal car. Okay. We're gonna have to do the math. Let's do it. Al <laughs> math was looks good to me. <laughs> yeah, so uh Texas has Bucky's, whatever that is. It, it's a weird thing too. I don't know if y'all have any of this kind of stuff in up north, but uh, fucking people around here, like the norm normal people, just like they're obsessed with Bucky's. It's like a, it's not even a counterculture. It's a culture. I get it. it it's weird. Like I don't know where that beaver came from and why people are all <laughs> fucking jacked up about it. But you'll hear a forty year old mom talking about how. Her and her daughter went to Bucky's the other day, and I was like, "Oh, cool, like, awesome." <laughs> I mean, people go there for like shopping, like a, like you would go Legit. to like a Walmart yeah. or something. Yeah, did y'all yeah. go inside? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is like a Walmart. Time. It's yeah. fucking stressful sometimes when it's busy. It was a little overwhelming at first. Yeah. So much candy. I had to get my bearings. It was amazing. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. briskets, fudge, candies. <laughs> yep. Has that stupid, uh, really Texas uh, side of it where they'll have just like a big like mural of Texas man, a barbed wire or some shit like that. Like, who's gonna buy that? Hell yeah! I'm that mom to see and her daughter. Yeah, yeah. Bought, yeah. bought two. If we the didn't regulars. have all this gear, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> load up yeah. on Texas. Such a burden having all this damn gear. The the Bucky's and and uh, and the Wawa when you're uh, on the East Coast, those are yeah. like the North Star. When you're touring and you think <laughs> yeah. you see a, a mirage and you're like, is that a W? Oh, that's a Wawa. Yeah, people are obsessed with Wawa. I have family up north and like, they talk about Wawa and they're like, yeah, we're going to go to a Wawa for lunch, get some sandwiches. It's like, what the fuck? It's oh, a yeah. gas station. I <laughs> didn't know that Bucky's now has the the computerized menus now. I feel yeah. like they're kind of stealing Wawa style. Yep. Does Wawa have that? That's yep. like the OG of that. Yep. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, they were, they were like appealing to millennials <laughs> before computers. before they were named <laughs> for sandwiches. <laughs> the OG of touch computers for sandwiches and Wawa. I'm willing to let you guys have this, you know, trophy. I really don't give a shit about Bucky's. <laughs> Wawa can win this one. Uh, yeah. Congrats, Wawa. They're both great. We'll send you your. Uh, where do we send the? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll just throw it in yeah. your direction. So, uh, we could talk about what we're listening. Yeah. We don't yeah. have the sound effect for that, but... Yeah. There's uh, usually yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what I like. We need to do that whenever really Hagen doesn't show up. Have the band just make yeah. a noise. It's just different every time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll go uh, first and we can just go around. We'll just talk about what we're listening to. 
doesn't have to be what you're listening to. It can be also, you know. Yeah, we don't reading, actually know what you guys are listening to. So. It can be uh, <laughs> Betty Crocker's cookbook if you're reading that. <laughs> yeah. Adam, yeah. what are you listening to? So uh, I've mentioned recently I've been listening to Queen again. Uh, yeah. Just going through their uh, discography. And I really like the album The Game. Yeah. Um, just been album. listening to that a lot. I think I'm going to go see them. They're uh, coming in like June. It's going to be a fuck ton of okay. money, but I just want to do it. Yeah. With, um, yeah, with what's, what's his, his name? name? Yeah. A reanimated uh, Freddie Mercury. Oh, fuck, what's his name? I no. don't know his name. Wow, I feel like a Dude from Incubus? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Random boy. <laughs> Random boy. Not Mike Isaac. He's got the djembe out there. <laughs> you you got to find out who that is now. Oh, uh, Adam Lambert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Fuck that. So you're gonna go to that? Are you kidding me? Reaction. I I want to see Brian May before he dies. That oh, uh, but I think the time to with see yeah, him was exactly. like 20 years ago though. Yeah. Okay, dude, wow, I could man. not. Uh, I'm not gonna go see him with like Paul Rogers or whatever that was. Okay. I don't know what Just that was dead either. Silence. So. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay. I'm not as into Queen like as you are. Singer of like uh, Bad Company. Oh before. yeah, that sounds, that sounds nice. worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> At least yeah, I haven't done a new album with him. Well. They did an album with him, right? Yeah, no, but I'm saying at least they haven't done an album with uh, Adam Lambert. I think they did. I don't think they did. No, I'm willing know. to fight you on this. I haven't listened to it because it may not exist. I have a bag of potatoes in there. We can fight over <laughs> this <Wrong> later. <laughs> so, uh, Queen. But yeah, so that and then a uh, um, thing called Back in Anger, which was Nine Inch Nails and Bowie in 1995. It's a bootleg recording that was recorded over FM radio, so it sounds pretty terrible, but it's mm. kind of cool. So, I have a question real quick. Okay. Um, this is for you guys, not for Adam, because okay, I know okay. that you know this. Uh, Do y'all hear about the whole Nine Inch Nails? Like, I wouldn't call it scandal, but like the news of what he said at a concert yeah, he recently. Made a comment. No, no. okay, well, that no. shows it's not as far-reaching outside of well, Texas. It happened, it happened here, and it yeah. has to do with Texas. Well, it, so. it got pretty widespread, and it no. ended up that it was just he was fucking with the audience basically uh he said that ted cruz asked to uh be on the guest list and trent reznor did and he they, said, they were just here like last week or two weeks ago yeah mm-hmm. they played two shows here and he said ted cruz asked to be on the guest list and he said fuck no we had him he we let him on the guest list last time and he drank all of our beer and he was an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and everyone believed it. they're like yeah so uh apparently ted cruz drank all the beer and was an asshole <laughs> and everyone was like yeah that sounds about right and then it basically found out everyone found out oh trent reznor was just being funny yeah. he definitely <laughs> did not ask to be on the, the guest list and they found this out because ted cruz said i have never been into Nine Inch Nails. It's not really my style. This is like the one funny thing Ted Cruz has ever done. And he's all like, yeah, that's not really my style. And I definitely didn't drink any of your beer, but I definitely would have. Yeah. Nice. Theodore Cruz. Oh, God. So is that all Tom, Tom, Yeah, that was, that was all. Tom Cruise. Tommy's little Tom brother. and Ted Cruz. Well, maybe that's related. who he met. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was Tom Cruise. Yeah. So, um... Since we have so many people here today, I'm only going to mention one album, and I had to change what I was listening to. Because you don't have to get into that. I want to, though. I mean, you can. It okay, ruins the illusion. I've been really only listening to one album this week anyways, and it's uh, Rilo Kiley's album, More Adventurous, 2004. Really good. Um, I did not realize, but um, Jenny Lewis was in Postal Service. I yeah. don't like that band at all. Postal Service. I never listened to them. It, it basically, yeah, I've never heard of them. <laughs> it's basically Ben Gibbard, but uh, electronic music. It's basically what 
I think it spawned that whole MySpace era of like electronic music of what everyone wanted to be. But yeah, that's all I've been really listening to. You should listen to Dintel. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I like that. Jimmy Tamborello yeah. is pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Steven? Very well. Let's see. Um, I guess I'm just going to go most like recently on my Spotify. Um, I just discovered a pianist named Phineas Newborn, uh, which then Colin being a, a keyboard Dude, you don't player. know Phineas Newborn? Yeah. Um, so I've been listening to that. Um, what else? There's a new album by the band Daughters that's really cool. Dude, I've been talking about that record, trying to throw that on anyone I can get. So listen to it. It's so yeah. good. Don't um, listen to that album. Track by, or like, pick up a track. Listen to the whole thing. It's not meant to be like digested as a single. Totally. I and uh, Lewis Cole. I think we're all mm. pretty into Lewis Cole right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll cut it off at three. Oh, boy. Uh, I've listened to a lot of straight ahead jazz lately. It's been great because I used to been hating it for a long time. That's music school. Super duper dooby doop Oh. This is such a hard question to answer. It's not fair. That's why we it's went like first. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's like way a, harder for us. Like a we ridiculous have to do this question every we week. Every week. <laughs> so we have to come up yeah. with new stuff every week because yeah. I can't say what I'm really listening to every week, which is just Coheed and Cambria every day. Yeah. Yeah. It never yeah. changes. Well, actually, one of the good things about touring is like finding out what everybody else in the group has been listening to. Yeah. Although I will. That's my favorite thing. Charlie Wilson. I know we already shouted out Charlie Wilson, but Charlie <laughs> Wilson shout out again. Man, Charlie Wilson. Let's chill. Let's chill. First name Charlie, last name Wilson. You can listen to Joe a little bit. <laughs> Joe. You guys know that that song? <laughs> I Wanna Know. I Wanna Know by Joe. You should get in touch I with that one. It's good. Was that are you done, Colin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, listen to everything. It's, it's like a bipolar. What's the last uh, the last thing you uh, listened to? Music list. Of, yeah, what did you just put it on in the car? Uh, Herbie Hancock Thrust. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good oh. shit. I think I got some Herbie Hancock vinyl if you want it. I have a bunch of 45s. You've just given everything away. I, I have like 2,045s that I don't want. Give me that Dimitri Martin book. Wow. Tisk tisk. <laughs> First edition, <Get> dude. <laughs> That's going to be worth like 20 bucks one day. Hell yeah. Um, I'm just going to name the things I downloaded before the tour. Um, the Autoker NTS sessions, one through four. Um, the new uh, Bill Frizzell solo record. Um, and... Um, what was the other thing I downloaded? Oh, Keith Jarrett. Um, is it Lausanne? Is Bremen that? Lausanne. Yeah, Bremen oh, Lausanne. Yeah, yeah. That's some that one. Shit. Yep, those. Those. Uh, yep, those three. Uh, I've been listening to Ambrose Ekinsura. I don't know how to say his last name. Oh, yeah, um, his new album is wild. Um, Brad Meldow's new album. Uh, Gregory Porter, the vocalist, been checking out, and uh, Spirit Fingers as well. It's a good find. Cool. Uh, been listening to the Casey Musgraves album a lot. It's really good. Slow Burn's my favorite song right now. That's <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah, you put that on the other night, and I was uh, I was in a dream. It's so... and it came on, and I was just like, "What is this heavenly thing going on here?" And then I kind of slowly became more conscious. It was in our our overnight drive. Yeah, it's so good yeah, for night drives. Awesome. Yeah. Quick question: Is this cold outside to you guys? No. no, not at all. Really? Okay, yeah. It's like hoodie weather. You should. I agree with you, but 
but most a Texans, lot of people in Texas are thinking this is like awful right yeah. now. Yeah, it's but it's kind of great. It's, they don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's <laughs> got no idea. Few inches of snow right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, so y'all are on tour right now. By mm-hmm. the time this comes out, tour will be over. But y'all will be playing more shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find y'all? Um, on Bandcamp or on Facebook. We have a website. Um, Spotify. Out yeah, Spotify. Out in these streets. Yeah. Anywhere yes. digital Tuesdays. music is streamed. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say? Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. <laughs> at an unnamed location in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Email us. Email the show if you found them. <laughs> I'll drop a pin. <laughs> yeah. Drop a pin. No. Yeah. <laughs> you could make it like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Is geocaching still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should. I came in. Treasures in the front yard. <laughs> I came into geocaching at the very tail end of it when it got pretty volatile and people were just like shitting in boxes and stuff like that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I found it, but I don't like what I found. <laughs> it's about the journey, right? Yeah. <laughs> not what's at the end of the. Not what you dig up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh,. Anywhere else? Or Adam, where can they find us? <laughs> I feel like they listed everything they could have. So I want more. <laughs> uh, if people are yeah. just not listening to this on their own or something, you can find us at don'tfeedtheartist.com or yeah. uh, subscribe in your podcast app. So. Yeah. Tell a friend. Listen yeah. to some music. And uh, I'd like to close on, Namdi, can you pronounce your last name so we don't ever mess it up again on the show? Because we've done that like five times. Yeah, Obaniah. Obaniah. None of us have been right. Yep. I think it's Agbaniah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's right. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You should seriously, I, I'll try and find the episodes where we mention you and yeah. there was at least all the, the other last bands. One that just came out. Yeah. We had a band from New York City and they knew who we were. I think they played with you in Chicago. Yeah. And we all were sitting there trying to figure out how to say your last name. But Obaniah. There you go. Yeah. Namdi, maybe you need like a. Since Joe has that album, My Name is Joe, you need an album <laughs> yeah, that helps go. people. I need to spell with, it like phonetic. My name though. is yeah. hyphenated. <laughs> it's like, it's just like a black Irish name. Obaniah. <laughs> <laughs> if it had an apostrophe, people would get it. Yeah.